Hey everyone, welcome back to the Blessed Child Podcast. This is your host, Renee, aka Run Robot. This is the third and final bonus episode for this week. I have been super busy and I really wanted to get Teddy Hose's interview out there for some precedence on this one that I'm releasing today. They go very well together. And um, I, I'm honored to be able to work with such compassionate and brave and intelligent activists. And today I'm going to be releasing an episode with someone who I have probably name-dropped in every single episode up until this one as a major foreshadowing because I knew this mashup was coming. Can you guess? Can you can you guess who it is? Okay, if you guessed it, if you guessed Elgin, if you guessed Elgin straight, that's that's the one. We have been in correspondence since January of last year, um, since the insurrection, and we have been working together behind the scenes. Falling out and Bless Child Podcast are two very complimentary podcasts, so I recommend if you're listening to one of us, hit the follow button for the other. Um, we finally have come together to give you a long-awaited mashup episode to tackle the mountain of bullshit that the Unification Church has been leaving in its wake, specifically in response to the Lawyers Against Spiritual Sales press conference held in Japan earlier this month, speaking on the Shinzo Abe shooting and how that relates to the Unification Church practices. You can go three episodes back from this one to get the DL on that press conference. Uh, But basically, the Lawyers Against Spiritual Sales represent the victims of spiritual sales, specifically from the Unification Church, and have been holding the Unification Church accountable for its psychological, financial, physical, and emotional damage from the past for the past 35 years. These are the damages that Tetsuya Yamagami has personally suffered. These are the damages he was talking about. These are the damages that it took to disturb his psychology enough to the point where he made a fucking gun at home and shot the Prime Minister of Japan. The LDP has been in bed with the Unification Church for decades, effectively silencing victims of the Unification Church for half a century, if not longer. To make matters worse, we just heard Trump and Mike Pence speak with Hak Jahan Moon again this month, condoning the Unification Church as a peaceful organization. But this episode will enlighten you. This episode will bestow upon you the knowledge that you need to have in order to understand the heavenly deception at play behind these systems of control. So here we go, the long-awaited mashup between Falling Out and Blessed Child podcast. All right, cool. We're, we're recording now. Uh, Ren, welcome. It's great to see you. Nice. Thanks, Elgin. It's great to see you too. Um, I'm really excited to finally be doing this with you because we've been like, We've been we've been in contact, put it that way, for a long, long time, um, and it's great to finally like put something on tape with you. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Our relationship has uh, developed very quickly from one thing to the next. I feel like we're stuck in like different sagas of the Unification Church development. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. which one do we tackle? Oh, we'll I know, tackle I know. One. Yeah, but can you just for the sake of my audience, would you mind giving them just kind of a sense about, about like you and in and, and your show? Um, yeah, yeah 
For sure. Uh, so I'm the host of Blessed Child Podcast, which like sounds like it's a pro Mooney thing, but it's totally the antithesis of that. Um, mm -hmm. It's a chance to give people um, the opportunity to tell their stories about what it's really like to be a blessed child and, and mm. all the psychological and financial and um, mental implications of that. So mm. I, so I host that I tell stories. Uh, yeah. In depth without the coercion of the cult being there mm. anymore. Yeah. And I feel like one of, so first of all, I think anyone who listens to my show should listen to your show if they're interested, because it feels like you, like you're, you're looking at it from a different angle. I mean, your experiences are different. The people you talk to are, are different. Not that I would say there's any sort of one like particular strain of difference between between them, but also some of some of what you do is um, sort of like deconstruction um, yeah. and like um, formatted differently than than what the way most of my show works. Uh, so you just you tackle issues in in a way, and like you'll kind of look at a specific issue in depth, uh, in ways that my show kind of doesn't. Um, so I just think it's a really good, um, it's, it's a great compliment to, to what I do on my show, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, symbolically, if we were like a Pisces, we'd be two sides of the same thing. Yeah, exactly. 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 So I really recommend it. Also, um, Ren doesn't, doesn't give two shits about, about naming names. Uh, so <laughs> this girl does not take the names out. Uh, so yes, no punches are pulled and I have a lot of respect for that. Uh, so, uh, yes, that is also a difference <laughs> between, yeah. between the shows. It's true. If I feel like there's enough collateral, I'm like, yeah, no, fuck them. Name it, yeah. name it, yeah. drop it. <laughs> oh man. But, uh, I want to say that a lot of your guests actually come onto mine too. I've had Rika. And oh Faith yeah, that's and, right. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 And I've got yeah. Teddy. And so it's just an, an, another platform for people to be like, Hey, I actually have more to say. And it's like, yeah, cool. yeah. come on. Let's yeah. And, well, and that's the thing we all know, like, I mean, those conversations that I have, we like, sometimes we hit, we stop, we hit stop. And then we talk for another hour basically. Yeah. And there are things that don't make it into the show for whatever reason, you know, for either we decided to take it out of the recording or it just doesn't get on the recording or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Every single guest can write a novel. And so, mm. you know, one, one episode really isn't enough. Mm. So yeah. yeah, it's cool. I'm glad to be working with you. Yeah. Yeah. Likewise. Likewise. <laughs> uh, and yeah. So, okay. So the format that we want to do today is reviewing the audio tape of the Unification Church's press conference that was hosted on Wednesday, the 10th of August, 2022. Uh, this was hosted in the, I believe, the Foreign Correspondence Club of Japan. Yeah, that's where it was. Um Incidentally, I've spoken to some people in the know who told me that there there was at least some discussion internally about whether or not they should be platforming the Moonies like this. Um, eventually, the Mooney side won that uh, debate. I don't, I don't know exactly what, but I, at least one person in the know has told me that there was they at least someone had a fucking second thought about this thing okay. before doing it. Um, and I guess for those who haven't. Um, viewed it or listened to it yeah it's basically in my opinion it's well you you guys can be the judge but it was um yeah journalists basically platforming a cult uh and asking them questions that were dodged and not answered uh and giving the cult the opportunity to seek sympathy through 
dishonesty and lies, basically. Um, at least that's that's my impression of it. Oh man, I don't know. And, I kind of have like a I love Teddy Jimbo. I'm like, yeah, he's our guy, he's our inside man. <laughs> who's Teddy Jimbo? What you he's the about? organizer of the uh foreign correspondence foreign correspondence club of japan so teddy jimbo hosted the spiritual sales the lawyers against spiritual sales oh okay and then he also turned around and was like okay and now here's the the uh unification church president let's get a, a note from him so he's the mediator i have a well, feeling he's on our side you think he's on our side i i kind of do oh interesting okay because like if you we'll we'll get into it okay we'll all right let's get it. into it okay i've gone too far <laughs> already um so but yeah we just we want to review this audio um We've taken out most of the, the non-English components and have just focused on the translated sections. There's a, between, I think, I think between 30 and 40 minutes of, of raw audio here. Uh, and we're going we're gonna to stop at relevant points to dissect it and talk about what's going on and probably debunk a few things along the way. Yeah. Um, anything else to say before I, before I hit play here? Um, so this audio clip is a woman's voice. Uh, she sounds a lot like Tatiana Moon, but it's not a Moon representative. She's just the um, translator for Tomohiro Tanaka. So as you're listening to her voice, imagine that you're listen listening directly to the president of Family Federation for World Peace and Unification. Yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah, you could probably Google it, but when you, in terms of visualizing Tomohiro Tanaka, think of a uh, late middle aged. Japanese businessman in a suit. Uh, and I, that's kind of, that's what he looks like. Yeah. Basically. Predominantly businessman. Yeah. Not yeah. Leader. <laughs> like strong businessman vibes. Is, yeah. <laughs> I, I love to say also the head of the legal division for the Unification Church was also present at this press conference. It was Tetsuya Yamada. So like, it's all business. This is not mm. about religion. This is this is their yeah, business. Yeah, case. it's like an accounting meeting. Is is, yeah. is what it feels like. Yeah, I, exactly. Yeah. Um. Okay. All right. Let me let me press a few buttons over here, and we will start this. Do do do. There we go. Cool. And also, this is yeah. in, in response. If you haven't listened to the uh, lawyers against spiritual sales those guys yeah this this that press conference is fantastic uh, okay. i have a summary on my podcast of the english components of it okay. how well do you know your moon just dropped a, a blog on it yeah it was great they represented members very well okay okay yeah that maybe we could do another one on that or yeah uh, or I'll, I'll at least put include your your piece on that in the show notes for sure okay um because yeah i think that would be uh valuable for yeah because because this this uc response is in response to that spiritual got it okay okay all right okay cool okay cool um okay let's try this again yeah tomohiro tanaka he's the president of uh family federation for world peace and unification uh and we have uh, also uh standing uh, right next to me is uh, tatsuya yamada He's the head of a legal, legal division uh, uh, in the general affairs department of the church. On July 8th, 2022, the former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe was shot and killed. Following this tragedy, Mr. Abe's achievements during his life have been honored not only in Japan, but also throughout the world, with many messages of condolence having been received from world leaders and heads of state. We offer our deep condolences on the passing of the former prime minister. 
We also take this tragedy very seriously after hearing reports that the suspect, who is believed to have been the shooter, acted upon a grudge against the FFWPU. We would like to express our deepest regret for the concern this incident has caused. Sorry, I just want to say one thing here. FFWPU, for people that don't know, this is the name, this is the Family Federation for World Peace and Unification, which is another one of the rotating cast of thousands of front group names for the Unification Church. Yeah, thousands, yeah. literally thousands. Yeah. So so the Universal Peace Federation is working with the Family Federation for World Peace and Unification and the Women's Federation for World Peace and the International Media Association for World, Association for World Peace and yada, 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 yada. It's all mm -hmm. the same. It, it's all the same. It's all, it's all different masks, basically. Yeah. To our society. Details of the motive for the suspect's crime have yet to be officially announced by the investigation headquarters. And currently, we are fully cooperating. What? Uh, it, the suspect's motives have yet to be announced? Come on now. It, it, yeah. It's glaringly yeah. obvious. Like, what? Yeah, it's been made public for like a month now, at least. Yeah. yeah. This, this dude, like, tweeted about it. He wrote uh, letters to, like, news reporters prior yeah. to the assassination. It's quite obvious. It's been reported in, like, every major newspaper globally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's yet to be officially announced. Yet to be, yet to be officially announced, <laughs> yeah. Bastards. Thanks for yes. catching that. <laughs> ...with the requests of the investigation headquarters. As it has been announced that former Prime Minister Abe's state funeral will be held on September 27, the FFWPU will observe a time of mourning during the weeks leading up to this day, with all of its members praying for Mr. Abe's peaceful transition, while spending this time in prayer and devotion to bring about a world of peace free from violence through God's true love. Immediately. All right, all right, stop right there. You know what that means. That's cult speak, 100%. Uh, okay, so they, they put the dates. You know, the church loves dates. Abe was killed on July 8th. He's having his like ascension on the 27th of September. I did the math. It's somewhere about 80, 81 days, something like that. That's two 40 day workshops. But also they're like announcing like members are observing a time of mourning during the weeks leading up to the day that he will ascend like his son. will. I'm sure they're going to have a son. Well, somebody's probably already liberated him like eight times over. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I I, I I agree that they will have people praying for him. Like th this is this is not a lie that they're telling. They like they will have like most of the unification church will have been instructed to pray for him in the lead up to his ascension. And I, yeah. I think part part of it is because he was such an ally, but also it's because they want to have they they want they want to be able to tell the press like oh everyone's praying for him. Like they're kind of like. It's charity on our part to be doing yeah. to be doing this work for you know to help ease his ascension. Basically, I, I'm sure that there's at least like a handful of people doing 40 day fasts. I'm yeah. sure there's people doing like 120 day bows, like 80 days of 120 bows. I'm positive that yeah. people like they're using this as an opportunity to milk devotion and faith yes. without a doubt. Yeah. But the most telling part of this rhetoric is they say. Um, that this devotion will bring about a world of peace free from violence through God's true love. And it's that true, that's the cult speak because no other, no other 
like religious or political, no other press conference is going to say true love. We know what that means. That's God. That's the, that's the God of the unification church, the true God. And, And so they're claiming his ascension for that God. And we know what that God is. Yeah. And, and I think, yeah, this is like classic, like, yeah, just, it's crazy. It's classic, classic unification church to like take a a tragedy um, and spin it into something that number one requires more devotion from the members. uh, And number two, like uses that devotion to say that this is how the unification church is going to help turn this into something that brings about God's world of true love, basically. Uh, uh, and, yeah. and guess what? O- only the unification church is in the position to do that. Uh, and then guess what? Well, this is this is what they're going to layer on top of that is like, is like, how lucky are you to live in the time period where you're in a position that you know this? And how bad would it be for you if you reneged on that responsibility and didn't do what we asked and give us the bows uh, to be part of this glorious condition, blah, 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 blah. And I don't know, but it actually wouldn't surprise me if if part of the devotion that they're requiring of people now is asking them for more money. Oh, without a doubt. Oh my God. Yeah, this is this is a, one of the most telling paragraphs in this whole conference yeah. that they start with. It lays the foundation. And that so easily would have passed over anybody else's head. But yeah, yeah. There we go. We got yeah. it. Okay. All right. Let's continue here. Lee, after former Prime Minister Abe was shot and killed, we have received numerous reports from FFWPU members who have suffered harm by the latest news reports that excessively highlight FFWPU based on unverified information that the suspect's motive for the crime was due to donations made by his mother. Wait, no, this is, that is not unverified. They're lying. <laughs> that is not unverified. You said this earlier, Ren. They, this is, this is evidence-based. This is not conjecture. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're leading with manipulative speech. For yeah, sure. like their introduction is manipulation and deception. Yeah, yeah it's oh. totally from the get go. And also the other, the other, the piece of context that I want to add here, and I know this is this is something that's been that's been discussed before in various places, but the Unification Church created this idea of heavenly deception. Um, so think about like the this lawyer and the uh, and the spokesperson, like they're going into this with the mentality that. It's okay for them to lie because it's in the name of Reverend Moon. Um, And that's the foundation of how they're thinking about this. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, there's so much evidence, undeniable evidence. We know his mom was a member since this, you know, 19, whatever. Uh, We we know too much. We know too much. It's undeniable. This is a bold-faced lie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, we should have like a lie counter. Um, <laughs> Take a shot every time right. there's a lie. I'm going to be All wasted right. by the okay. end of it. Okay, I'm not drinking now for the record. Um, not like now, now, but well, not like, like not now for this recording, but not now forever, basically. No. Good, good for you. Wait, no, no, sorry. I mean, <laughs> I am not drinking at this moment in time with Ren, but at some point in the future, I will drink again. Ah, you're giving your saying. liver a break. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> um, so, yeah, okay, let's keep going here. A member of our organization. Our churches in Japan have since been subject to death threats, receiving threatening phone calls saying we will kill you. Abusive language blasting loudly out of sound trucks and obstruction of assemblies, with some members of the media harassing ordinary members by going to their homes in morning or even at night for interviews. 
This has resulted in some members' children refusing to go to school because of the bullying they face there or during extracurricular activities, members being forced to resign from their company because of their faith, and some even being forced to sign divorce papers at home. You first. Um, yeah, this is all horrible, but I do want to point out that this is not new. Like this is not tr new treatment or harassment of Unification Church members. I, I think we've all gone through this. Um, now they're highlighting it and acknowledging it to make it seem like it's new and it's like in response to the shooting. But to be quite honest, I mean, we've all gone through this on STF. Our parents have all received harassment from their families. Um, uh, blasting, harassing media through, through trucks or whatever, that's a very common culture in Asia, like political, trucks are always blasting rhetoric okay. into into the city so it, it's nothing new um and and as for the divorce papers i'm like if a like if you're getting like, a divorce because the prime minister was assassinated like maybe y'all didn't have a solid foundation to start with yeah and, I, i'm not i'm kind of like i'm not really that doesn't sound like maybe it wasn't like that's not exactly a bad outcome yeah. um but I also I also listen. So number one, I agree completely. This has all been happening. Like a lot of this stuff has happened to some people in some scenarios in the church for a long time. Um, whether or not like this has all happened in the last few weeks to people in Japan as a result of this Abe thing, I don't know. And I think there could be some embellishment here by this spokesperson. Again, heavenly, heavenly deception. Take take a few, a handful of, of cases of stuff that happened to us in the past, roll it up into the narrative now. Um, but it also, it also really speaks to me just about the sort of the history of the Unification Church of trying to portray itself as this victim. Uh, we are the victim here. Reverend Moon is the victim of persecution. Uh, and, and they use that again for like it's like it's like this sort of extra coat of armor that they have for anyone that 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 ever says anything negative about them they're just like oh they're just persecuting us because of our religion and it kind of they use that to deflect any type of criticism and this is just like trying to seek sympathy by mining that same that same vein effectively oh man I'm glad you say that because like also you could flip this narrative and apply it to the church. Like they've been harassing us since <laughs> in our homes in the morning and at night all yeah. the time for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you okay, you you motherfuckers want to cry to me about some someone getting divorced. How about all the people you forced to get married? Oh, what about or, those thousands of people? Yeah. Yeah. Or, or I was just talking to first gen, a, a couple first gen. There's a pattern of uh they join the church with their fiance and were forced to marry somebody else. Yeah. So forced so splitting of the of the original couple right right yeah so because yeah. they weren't inter interracial enough or moon needed like somebody to marry somebody else for a green card yeah you know so it's like yeah it's it's really i don't yeah. like this. or actually yeah i mean we could go through this point by point uh members being forced to resign from their company because of their faith like what about all the people that like you have just fired for no reason over the years all the people who you've labor trafficked all the people who you've stolen wages from right what about all? What about all that? Like, don't you see the downside of that? No, you just don't mention it. Yeah, it just came out. Um, how well do you know your moon? I think there was an interview where they were like, um, I think I, maybe I shouldn't say this, but in in the article it said that. Yeah, if it's in the article. The it's okay, I think. Yeah, the church cut down one of the parents' pay by fifty percent because they wrote a blog. 
they were writing a blog. So it's like, you guys do the same shit. Y'all fire people, y'all yeah. cut pay, y'all have been harassing people for decades. So this is yeah. not new. This is, and this is, yeah, this is bullshit. I call yeah. bullshit. Yeah, I call complete bullshit. Uh, yeah, and also, okay, like <laughs> some members being harassed by going to their, oh, sorry, they talk about like the, uh, like blasting sound out loudly, like blasting music out loudly. Like they did that shit to us at the workshops, like every damn, oh, yeah. every damn day, like wake you up early, start sing, start blasting songs. Uh, like it's mm -hmm. just, yeah. Anyway. Oh my God. Okay. Lots of bullshit. You know, it's funny. I was going to, if we, it, each lie has like multiple lies within it. So first lie is going to be like, oh, this is lie number two, but then you get <laughs> into it and it's, there's, there's like, there's like four more within it. So <laughs> we could do seriously this like i thought this was only going to take like an hour two hours but i'm like actually i have something to say yeah. about every uh, yeah, single yeah, yeah, sentence yeah. Okay. let's see if we can go for like one minute of audio <laughs> okay. okay here goes okay 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 as a person responsible for this religious corporation i have spent this period of time wrestling with the idea wait 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 wait. Uh, is that another lie <laughs> yeah, yeah no wait as a person responsible for this religious corporation corporate that doesn't even those two words don't even go like together yeah but if anything it's <laughs> saying it's a business yeah it's it saying, is it, it's if anything it's saying it's a business um anyway okay oh, let's yep. let's try again and i thought it was like the moon family who's this guy i've never even heard of yeah this guy. yeah yeah but this guy it's pretty telling this religious corporation i like hmm. that yeah it's very telling of whether it was the right choice to remain silent in honor of this time of mourning However, as there have been a number of ter terrible misrepresentations made in some recent reports that can no longer be ignored, I have decided to hold this press conference today. Looking back, the year 2009, 13 years ago, was a major turning point for FFWPU. The economic activities of some of our members were prosecuted as criminal cases, and some of our local facilities and other properties were raided by the police in relation to these investigations. The president of FFWPU at that time took moral responsibility for the occurrence of these incidents and thus resigned. All right, classic, classic church move. Blame it all on the guy that was in charge and flip leadership. And he, yeah, yeah exactly. 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 That happens but all the time. Yeah. But they're not denying they had some uh, economic crimes and uh, yeah, they were raided by the police. Like that's know, not right? that's yeah. not willy nilly. If the police are going to raid you, that means they have indisputable evidence that and this I is think crime. I, I could be wrong, but this 2009 thing, it could be one of the like uh, results of the the um, those lawyers the lawyers against spiritual sales. It could have been the results of some of what they were doing. I don't I don't know the exact timeline in Japan. Okay, um, but th that could be related, basically. But this is like a glaring, like this is a criminal organization yes. slash yeah, religious yeah. And yeah, corporation. Yeah, you're right. They're not even denying it. They're just <laughs> no, they're, the, the guy yeah. they left holding the bag. Pretty yeah, much. it happened, but it was yeah. that motherfucker back yeah. then. He took the yeah. blame, so now we we're gonna rotate. We're gonna cycle. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Let us continue. <laughs> Since then, we have provided basic guidelines on how sales activities should be conducted at companies which are managed by members. And we have made concerted efforts to this day to ensure that donations that would be large in proportion to a person's assets are not made. Meanwhile, the number of... 
they do not say what any of those measures are, like their improvement in sales tactics, how they're going to make sure that uh, donations like would not be a large proportion of a person assets. They have not, have not explained how they are controlling for that at all. This is this is all lip service. So this is yeah. in 2009. They declared that you know leadership changed and they they've got protocols. I was blessed in 2010, and I gave fifteen hundred dollars, which effectively was a hundred percent of my bank account. Nobody asked me mm. what the proportions were, and I like for example yeah, when I got that's... home, yeah, I, I was homeless. So you, no, in proportion to your assets, they don't give a yeah no 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 and yeah that's actually a good point i remember all the times money was asked of people not once were they ever asked like can you afford it yeah uh, they never asked for any for like they they would they they yeah that was never a question at all yeah so i mean just from our my brief experience with the unification church this is a a, a bold face lie Civil lawsuits against FFWPU have steadily decreased, but have not completely ceased as of yet. Unfortunately, there are cases in which people have requested the return of a donation they once made after experiencing a decline in their faith. We have responded appropriately to these requests on a case-by-case -case basis. The Lawyers Association, which has appeared in the media, has announced certain statistics where they conclusively declared that all cases involving FFWPU for which they were consulted were cases involving damages or victimization. However, these details submitted are grossly inaccurate and unfair. Uh, you can see that there were 78 cases that went to trial in 1998 alone, but there are only five ongoing litigation cases in 2022. Okay, so there were 78 cases that went to trial in 1998. There are only five ongoing litigation cases in 2020. But okay, they didn't say anything about they're like, these these sales are grossly inaccurate and unfair. Okay, so if they're that unfair, tell me how many of the 78 cases that went to trial in 1998, how many of them were found for the victim or for the perpetrator? That's true. They're, they're not sharing that. If they were so grossly inaccurate, uh, then they would be sharing that. And they could share it for every single year between now and then. They could. And also, we have a, a correspondent in Japan on Twitter, uh, Kurogane in black, KIB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I love them, by the way. They're yeah, awesome. they're fantastic. Shout out if you're listening. Yeah. Um, great stuff. They're translating a lot of the new information that is coming out. And it actually, in response to this uh, paragraph... There is uh, information going around that lawsuits are down because the church offers reluctant concession agreements. So basically, uh, one of the lawyers for against spiritual sales in Japan, Hiroshi Yamaguchi, he says that um, the tech the technique is to return return a portion of the donation to the members and then have them sign an, an agreement stating that there are no further claims or obligations. So many members are wow. not aware of uh, the law, and so they're they're signing these agreements okay. for partial re refunds uh, so they cannot sue. There are no lawsuits yeah, because okay. of this tactic. So they're all, they're, they're like effectively preemptively offering settlements. Right. That. Okay. And that's why the number of litigation cases go down. Right. And, and, and yeah, they're not mentioned. Surprise, surprise. They're not mentioning that in this. Oh, absolutely in, in this not. Bit. 
And and I do want to bring up a personal experience where me and a friend uh, who had been labor trafficked by the Unification Church in Australia, which can be traced all the way up to Preston Moon, we went to multiple lawsuits, law firms to build a case against the Unification Church last year. I contacted um, multiple law firms that have had experience suing cults, such yeah. as the Jehovah's Witness. And I heard crickets back. So it told me that nobody wanted to touch the church. I don't mm. know if it's for international reasons or it just wasn't appealing. Um, but me and my friend both contacted a do- dozens of lawyers and heard nothing back. So some there's something mm. there. Okay. Because it's easier to sue McDonald's over a hot scalding cup of coffee than it is to like touch the Yeah, isn't that, that make, that's weird, right? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I could yeah. sue Walmart for tripping in the aisles, but I can't even yeah. touch the moons. Yeah, interesting. Okay. It's weird. All right, let's continue. In addition, the number of notice letters has also decreased to one-tenth in the past decade. We will, of course, address each case with utmost care and attention. We hope that each press organization takes steps to verify whether the alleged number of cases involving damages as announced by the National Network of Lawyers Against Spiritual Sales are in fact correct. We believe that this is indeed the duty of any socially responsible press organization. Furthermore, some media outlets continue to report that the so-called spiritual sales, as was labeled such more than 13 years ago, are still being conducted even now. However, FFWPU has never engaged in any such spiritual sales in the past or today. And particularly since 2009, FFWPU has made every effort to ensure compliance among its members to ensure that they do not engage in any conduct that may be considered socially or legally problematic. As has already been reported in the year 2018 during the Abe administration, the revision of the Consumer Contract Act incorporated the phrase spiritual sales and any transaction found to constitute spiritual sales can be revoked at any time. However, with the aforementioned strict enforcement of the compliance, none of our members have engaged in anything close to such spiritual sales, and there have been no reports of any damages. Media coverage of the name change to FFWPU is... (laughs) The name change. Hey, you're on mute. You're on mute. Okay, hold up. We can't let that slide. We cannot let that slide that there's been no spiritual sales for the last, like, 13 years. We can't. We can't. Okay? We can't. Can we just talk about what's happening now? Yeah, yeah, go for it, go for it. <laughs> if you go to the uh, HJ Heaven and Earth Chumbo Training Center website, right yeah. there in bold, it's like the 10th anniversary of the ascension of Reverend Moon. Yeah. And and if if anybody has any fami- familiarity with the Unification Church, that is code for it's time for your taxes, guys. It's a mm. it's time for the two hundred and ten dollar donation per family for mm. Reverend Moon Sunhua. It's that's that's what that is. The next slide that'll pop up is uh, it's an opportunity for unmarried first gen spirits to be blessed. So they're holding another blessing. Yeah, Wait. and it, yeah, right now. Un, unmarried yeah. first generation spirits. So right. what does that mean? It's uh, like d- dead people, like your dead aunt, your dead uncle, your dead child. If they're over 16 years old, they specified to have to be over 16. Um, they can be blessed to another dead spirit or a live spirit. There's a couple workshops following that's like how to start life with a dead person. And it's like, does that mean people are marrying ghosts? 
Is that what that means? I don't want to look further into it. Yeah, that's what it that's what it means. Sorry. <laughs> but but yeah, this is a so this is a and I guess what I'm not sure is I just don't know like the Japanese like uh like when they say spiritual sales, does it does spiritual sale have to be them like selling something to someone outside of the unification church? Or can it also incorporate things like what you're describing, which is absolutely coercing people into into giving money? I'm just wondering if it's like a um, it's just like a like a loophole in the law. It's just oh, a, it's just words? a question of semantics. Like like play. it's uh, yeah, maybe spiritual sales means like something very specific in Japan uh, that kind of wouldn't encompass what you've described. Basically, oh wow, That's, okay. Kind of that's kind of what I what I think could be happening, but I'm I'm not sure. Um, well, I mean, like unmarried spirits, it's like it has it in the word. It's like it, let's go into the fees there. I mean, it's it's okay. seventy dollars uh, to like it's twenty dollars to reg twenty five dollars to register with a twenty dollar Korean bank fee, um, and then it's like seventy dollars per spirit, and it's like two hundred and ten dollars for the blessing. So it it it, it turns out to be like five hundred dollars for for one dead spirit. And that's spirit. It's like spiritual sales, right? It's a donation yeah, it that's does. mandated. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but this is what I'm going for. I, maybe because it's like it's like a donation, and you're not you're not actually selling them like the ten dollar pagoda for fifty thousand dollars or whatever. Like maybe then it's not actually considered spiritual sales, right? Donation. If you see what I'm getting? Yeah. If you see what I'm getting at? Okay. Um, right. It's still, yeah. it's still fucked up. Don't get me wrong. Um, <laughs> But maybe, like, maybe that's what he's referring to. This is the um, loophole, though. Yeah. Yeah. Said- this is this. I think could be could be part of the loophole, right? Uh, yeah. Like, like, so th- this whole spiritual sale things. Maybe it's like help to cut down on them. Yeah, you know, milking money from people who aren't currently members, um, and they can point to that and be like, "Hey, we're not doing that anymore." But that has nothing to do with the fact that like they're still milking the members tremendously and that i think that's what's going on here based on what he's saying uh i I think that's what 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 might be going on here that's true i have one more thing to add to that Uh, it it might sound like they're they found a loophole with the the term sales by asking by recoding it as donation but it's easily like deconstructed when you look further in the website for registration of your spirits um it says that all back pay must be accomplished before you can get your spirits blessed. So back pay, that's like back taxes. With a well, donation, you wouldn't have back pay. It. Yeah, that's true. So they're like, you got to settle up all your accounts. All it's that like money's got to be, yeah. be paid up before you can free your ancestors, right. before so you can bless your ancestors. Yeah. What In what reality do donations have back pay? back pay yeah, for yeah 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 so that's that's basically you know that's because members are behind on the payments for their other donations uh and the church the church is still yeah you're a really good point if there's a ledger that shows how much you owe that's not a donation amen that is Aren't an you? obligation that is <laughs> an obligation exactly uh, yeah. yeah exactly yeah very good uh, yeah please go to hj heaven and earth chumbo training center for all the coercive language it is right in your face there's okay. no, yeah. Okay, let's right let's let's put the link to that in the show notes as well. Sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. Let's let's keep going. Being made based on distorted speculation and malicious intentions, the media has reported as if our corporation's name was changed. As- Sorry, our corporation's name was changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the corporation's name was changed. I love that. 
as a means to conceal our identity, saying that the name of the corporation was changed in order to hide the bad image. Fuck yes. <laughs> yes. And these motherfuckers have been doing it for 40 or 50 years. They, like, they act like it's something new. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Next. In this regard, we have already communicated our views to Japanese media personnel. But unfortunately, the media outlets have only taken out certain parts and have not properly reported on the factual background and FFWPU's intentions that led to this name change. Since in 1954 founding the Holy Spirit Association for the Unification of World Christianity, or HSAUWC, Reverend Sun Myung Moon had hoped that the day would come when he would be able to take down the HSAUWC sign, and he had talked about doing so since that time. Uh Can we just pause there? Okay, I have a question for you, Ren. Um, when I was a kid, I remember being a part of the Unification Church and being told that it was called the Holy Spirit Association for the Unification of World Christianity. I do not recall ever being told that the intention was in the future to change its name. Oh, Elgin, I lost something. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's Spirit World intervening. Let me, can you oh. hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Oh, it said my, okay. Yeah. My connection dropped, but now it's back. Okay. Okay. Um, are we still recording? Pretty sure yeah, we are. It says we are. Okay. Okay, uh, if I heard the question, you were saying that you were never told that we wanted to take down the, the label of... Um, yeah, HSA. I was never told. I was told we are the HSA UWC, also known as the Incantation Church. I was never told that we were going to change the label. Wow, I, okay. So did you ever hear that? I heard that Reverend Moon wanted to fully assimilate in Christianity, and it was yeah. actually a failure on Christianity's part for not accepting him as the Messiah. Yeah. And eventually it was no longer going to be called a church, but a movement, like a global movement. So okay. I was told that the establishment of being a church was a failure and that, yeah, maybe one day we would be recognized as a global power. Okay. Okay, but they were never like, oh, we're going to, the plan is to change names. Well, yeah, that's just part of the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and now, yeah, I guess the point I'm getting at is like they're saying here, Moon had talked from an early time about how they were going to change the name, but like yeah. I never heard them talk about that. But even days. us debating this, this is um, this is a black smokescreen because in the original press yeah. conference, the point of the lawyers, the lawyers were making the point that the unification changed its name. The unification church in Japan changed its name due to um, deceptive recruitment tactics. And mm -hmm. uh, it in one of the years, a couple years back, that lawyers against spiritual sales wrote the cultural affairs minister to not allow the unification church to change their name, and um, they heard nothing in response. Well, it turns out that the cultural affairs minister was actually being paid by the unification church to speak at their events, and also he was published in the unification church magazines. So the actual point of oh. this argument wasn't about the name change. Nobody gives a fuck about what name they're operating under. It was to make the point that a lot of the uh, lawmakers in Japan are paid by the Unification Church, mm. and so there is no help or representation for mm. the victims against spiritual sales. So this is all this is all just smoke and mirrors to get us to talk about what names one one of mm. the fifteen hundred names that they have, but that's yeah. not actually the point. Interesting, interesting. Okay, okay, all right. Let it continues here. Reverend Moon had unceasingly invested in interreligious activities in the hopes of bringing about the harmonious unification of all religions. 
And for this purpose, he launched this religion by using the Chinese character meaning cooperation in the name of this corporation, rather than the character meaning church, both with the same reading. Then, with the ushering of such an era in 1997, Reverend Moon expressed his desire to globally use the name Family Federation for World Peace and Unification. And he announced this message to all the churches worldwide. In response, the unification churches worldwide, all at this time, changed the name of their organizations. Since then, in Japan also, we consulted with the relevant ministries and agencies regarding our intention to change the name of the corporation. And in the year 2015, we applied for certification for the alteration of the Articles of Incorporation in relation to the name change in accordance with formal procedures. On August 26, 2015, with the receipt of the official uh, certification, the name of the religious corporation was officially changed to FFWPU. So, so they're basic. So first of all, I can't count the number of times they said corporation in there, religious corporation. And so basically what they're saying is <laughs> we abided by the letter of the law when it came to, to just changing the name of our corporation. That's basically what all, all that was, was saying that they followed the law to the letter, surprise, surprise, when it came to legally changing the name of their corporation. Right. We can do that. And and for some reason, the articles of incorporation are brought up a lot in the lawsuits between Preston Moon and yeah. FFWPU. And yeah. they did they did like apply to change them. And this isn't a lawsuit going on now over half a billion dollars that Preston uh, laundered yeah. out of the coffers of UPI, I believe, something like that. But um, basically, the art I, I looked over the, the lawsuit and the articles of incorporation basically say the Unification Church can invest in any business, political, um, whatever, media, mm. company, as long as it promotes the ideals and the principles of the Unification Church. So that's why the Unification Church can fund the Washington Times. They can buy bowling alleys if they wanted to. They can have ballet, dance academies. They can run uh, fishing companies, whatever they want under the Articles of Incorporation. Mm. And, and, and there's some, some sticky stuff going on with that between the Moon family. So I think this yeah. is really important to hone in on too, because they're, yeah, they're okay. kind of mentioning that. Yeah, okay. And I would actually, this is a question I have for the audience. If anyone has experience with like, what articles of incorporations typically look like for like actual religious organizations and how what we've just described compares to them i would love to hear about it so right contact, yeah contact the, us please yeah the articles uh, of incorporation in the unification church look like world domination like straight right. up bold face that's i mean it's hitler's regime under with a new color it's mm, yeah. the moonies yeah okay <laughs> okay all right let's continue it's weird there has been one-sided or speculative reporting as if there was political pressure or intervention in relation to the certification of FFWPU's articles of incorporation for this name change. That's what you just said, basically, about, mm -hmm. yeah. About the... Uh, However, yeah. this yeah. is not true. Indeed... Oh, okay, so they're lying again there, just for the <laughs> No, at this point. At first, when we approached the then Agency for Cultural Affairs, or which could be referred to as the competent authority, for consultation in regards to the name change, the competent authority showed reluctance to this name change and advised us not to apply for certification for the alteration of the Articles of Incorporation. However, 
As the freedom of religion guaranteed under the Japanese constitution allows a religious corporation to use whatever name it chooses, absent any extraordinary reason, such as the matter to be changed would go against the law, the competent authority has the legal obligation to certify an application for certification for the alteration of the articles of incorporation in relation to changing the name of a religious corporation once the formal requirements and procedures stipulated by law are satisfied. Mr. Tanaka, can you try to wrap up your speech、uh, since it's half past? Sorry, I just want to say, like, what the, everything they just described is pretty much exactly what you just said earlier, Ren. And it actually, actually kind of really illustrates the point that you were making that, like, they've spent a significant amount of time in this press conference talking about like, the, the legal, legal maneuvering to get a name change on a On a, on a legal document, which is like, it's fucking crazy. Like, that is really fucking weird to be doing in this scenario. It's, it's smoke and mirrors. We're talking about the assassination of Shinzo Abe due to the, the like, it's a revenge killing because of、yeah. the abuses that have piled up and compounded on the members. They haven't mentioned that.、Yeah. Not at all.、Yeah. Like, not at all. But also, did they just say, like,、um, They have the legal right under religious freedom to change their name. <laughs> like, yeah, there's well, nothing he could do about it anyway. Basically, they're no, just strong、well, so、arming. What, what they're saying is, is um, I, I, they, um, they, have, they have the legal right to change it,、uh, to change it whatever they want, unless there's any extraordinary reason not to do it.、Uh, and so, what, if, if I'm reading this correctly, it kind of sounds like maybe this group of lawyers in Japan actually. Tried to convince the courts that there was a good reason not to allow the name change. But then, because of the relationship between the Moons and this dude, this dude in the Cultural Affairs Office, the name change was allowed to, to progress. That's, what, that's kind of what it sounds like to me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Actually, in Japan,、um, there w a s a couple lawsuits in Japan that started in like 1994、um, that, that, that victims won the precedence that、uh, the recruitment tactics in the Unification Church are actually deemed illegal. They are illegal in Japan,、mm. like straight up. And、um, also, recruiting for the mass wedding in like Tokyo, there's a couple cases against that. that That are acknowledged to be illegal by the Supreme Court of Japan. So, recruiting for the Unification Church for mass weddings, recruiting、um, in general is deemed illegal. So, there, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's definitely illegal. There's definitely illegal activity going on in Japan. This is specific to Japan because they have precedents and court cases against、yeah. the Unification Church because of all the horrendous things they've done.、Um, But it's just really interesting to note like, that they're, they're gaslighting and saying, like, oh, there's no reason for us not to be able to do this. It's like, no, but、yeah. you've been deemed an illegal organization. So,、yeah. so things don't match up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely.、Um, okay, let's continue here. Please. Therefore, in the case FFWPU submits an application for certification for alteration of articles of incorporation that would satisfy the formal requirements, the competent authority is obliged to certify this and would have no choice but to do so. However, as we determined it would be best to avoid raising a dispute with the competent authority, we did not pursue an application at that time. After that, we repeatedly consulted with the competent authority about changing the corporation's name, but their response did not change. As such, in 2015, we concluded that litigation would be unavoidable as long as the competent authority refuses the application, 
and indicated our intent to that effect to the competent authority by sending the attached written opinion prepared by our attorneys. As a result, the application uh, in relation to the change of the corporation's name was accepted and certified. And this summarizes. Okay, so the spiritual sales guys said that the cultural affairs minister was like paid off to, to give speeches and he was in the UCR uh, journals and all that. that. That sounds great. What the church just admitted to is way worse. They're like, yeah, we got our lawyers involved. And if they weren't going to let us change our fucking name, we were going to sue. And I was like, holy shit, they just admitted that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Way, whatever story is true, it's all bad. Yeah, exactly. And, and and the thing that shocks is like they're still so they're still talking about it. They're still spending these valuable minutes in this press conference, even after being asked by the guy who's hosting it to speed their shit up. They're still talking about it. They're like, no, yeah. this is the point we want to make. This is yeah. this is the point. Yeah, incredible. Teddy, Jimbo was like, You got 30 minutes, bro. Say what you want. And this guy's just going on and on using it. It's like, like yeah, like Jesus Christ. And it continues. Let's let's I feel yeah. like unfortunately we have to like we've come this far through this passage and we have to like keep listening to this. Just because I want people to know how much time was was given okay. given to this subject. I'll try but to keep it, I'll try to keep my mouth shut. It continues. Let's see, let's see how much um, longer it goes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> The facts in this case showing that this certification was duly processed purely as a legal issue and did not involve any form of political intervention or corruption. At the preliminary consultation stage, we informed the relevant ministries and agencies that even if the corporation's name were to be changed, we would state the name Family Federation for World Peace and Unification alongside the phrase formerly known as the Holy Spirit Association for the Unification of World Christianity. It's like the artist formerly known as Prince. That's like, that's like, that's literally, that's the shit that they're doing. Do you remember the reason why Prince did that shit was to, was for contractual reasons to get out of, to get out of his record contract. So he then went by the artist formerly known as Prince. It's the same shit that they're, that they're doing. Inspired Jesus. by Prince. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. They literally, they, they, they took the move from Prince. Wow. Okay. Let's go being the name of the so-called former Unification Church, for one year to make this change widely known to society, and it has been, in fact, implemented in this way. Therefore, to criticize that we change the name of the corporation to conceal identity, or in other words, to avoid public criticism, as has been stated by some media outlets, is nothing more than groundless speculation or assumptions. There was a case in the past where some members did not disclose the name of the church in advance at certain training facilities operated independently by such members. As we were advised that such practices would constitute covert missionary work, we have endeavored to improve such practices since 2009 by providing guidance to disclose the name of the church from the onset. Members of the Federation are now strongly aware of these guidelines when engaging in activities. So they're basically this is this is interesting because uh, like we've talked about this on my show and I'm sure on your show as well, Ren, like how the the beginning of the recruitment process doesn't mention the, the true intention and the, the, the true organization behind it. Um, and now they're basically saying that, like, they got their wrist slapped for doing that, that shit. And then they're they're like endeavoring to not do it anymore. But what they're also saying is like, like, even now, if they're forced to do it. They're going to be saying like the Family Federation for World Peace and Unification. They're not going to be saying the Unification Church. They're not going to be saying the name that people actually know or the people actually associate with this evil cult, basically. So even though they're following the letter of the law, their aims are still achieved by orchestrating this, this name change.
Absolutely, Elgin, that's a good point. And I want to tie into the Articles of Incorporation again. Any organization can be funded by the Unification Church as long as they serve to further the research of principles, which ties directly into a very deceptive recruitment tactic known as CARP, the Collegiate Association and the Research of Principles, is on many universities worldwide promoting the research of the divine principles. Mm. So this mm-hmm. is a very, this is, this is the loophole. This is the deceptive recruitment tactics used, but, but it's, why is it legal? Obviously lawmakers know that CARP is a unification church organization front targeting young people on campus. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just, I couldn't like, I can't unsee yeah. it. I've had multiple people on my show telling me about the deceptive recruitment tactics, and a yeah. lot of them point to CARP. Um, yeah, interesting. And, okay. And and I have one episode specifically on my podcast about human trafficking and what happens in Vegas. And um, mm. the Japanese uh, are recruiting employees to go to this media company in Vegas, not knowing that it's a Unification Church front. So they think they're being promised a job in America well, where they will get media experience, but actually they're getting brainwashed into joining the Unification Church. Um, and, and this is also, let me reiterate, it's deemed illegal by the Supreme Court in Japan. Deceptive recruitment tactics are illegal in, the, in Japan. So there's a lot of law breaking happening. Okay. Can you send me the links to that episode as well? Cause I want to, I want to highlight that in the show. Notes. Absolutely. Yeah, that absolutely. Um, okay. So that'll be in the show notes as well. Um, okay. Let me, let me continue here. The effects of labeling activities as being covert missionary work has even spread to many of our affiliated organizations with all of them being unreasonably portrayed as being a front organization for ministry missionary work of the former unification church. And even now, Yes, they fucking are. They fucking are. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, my God. Okay. Being made a target of criticism. All of these affiliated organizations engage in activities under a clear mission and vision that are distinct from the religious activities of FFWPU. And each of them engages in independent activities to build peace on a global scale with leaders from Japan and abroad who share the same goals as those of the respective organizations. By observing the past activities and current achievements of these organizations, any person with a conscience would naturally reach the conclusion that their purpose is not gaining members or acquiring funds for one particular religious organization. Uh, uh, I think so. I know some people who would disagree with that. Uh, particularly the people who've come through those organizations, maybe a few of the people who've grown up under the shadow of some of those organizations. Yeah, 100%. Uh, we always had to bolster numbers. It was always about number. How many numbers can you bring? How many people, how many chairs can you fill in this event? How many people can you bring? How many of your schoolmates can you convince <laughs> like to come? Yeah. Uh, how much money have you donated? How much money out, have you donated yeah. or how much money have you raised? This is absolutely about gaining members and we can, yeah. we can attest with boots on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like just listen to any episode of either of our shows. Yeah. There is an escalation of high-handed media coverage that conclusively portrays volunteer activities conducted in the spirit of service by our members as activities to gain new members or labeling any donations made to public organizations as being suspicious. This uh, must be said to constitute hate speech and a violation of human rights. What the <laughs> flying fuck? 
Yeah. What was that Darvo? What is that Darvo saying that you? Oh yeah, deny, accuse, uh, accuse, reverse, reverse victim and and offender. Yes. Yes. Deny, accuse, reverse victim and offender. This yeah. is hate speech and a violation of human rights. This is hate <laughs> speech and a violation of human rights. You're a fucking human trafficking organization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is hate speech and a violation I, of human rights. I do want to say though that like this is the sort of shit that we all grew up with in the church. Like like this this idea that like anyone who says anything against us is like you know, is is a hateful human being, uh, is violating our human rights, our right to religious freedom, blah, 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 blah. So yeah. they love hiding behind these ideals oh, when, it, when it suits freedom. them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. FFWPU members live their lives as citizens of Japan by working in society, paying taxes, obeying the law, and fulfilling their social responses, responsibilities as a member of society and as individual human beings. We would like to strongly condemn the fake news and abusive language disseminated by the heartless media, which as hate speech encourages religious discrimination, undermines the rights of individuals, and if anything, violates people's uh, freedom of religion. Criticism has also extended to the marriages of young men and women. By saying that a person is forced to marry someone they didn't like, this scope of criticism has been expanded to issues involving second generation members. Okay, this is interesting. They're actually like, they're talking about about the second gen specifically interesting okay this this is in response again to the press conference held by the lawyers of spiritual cells where they acknowledged the suffering of second generation and they said specifically that second generation were forced and coerced to marry someone that is the life course and that is mm. uh immeasurable suffering so the lawyers were standing up for second generation who mm. have been pushed through this system of um control and i like to call it uh, bounded choice, which is a, a term John Zalalich came up with. Yeah. And I mean, we could go into that. We could go into that, but we, we won't now just yeah, know that the time. Yeah. there's a lot of coercion. There's a lot of illusion of choice in this yeah. system. And the lawyers acknowledge that the suffering of second gen has never been um, acknowledged by the church. And, and, and there has been no, um, for there has been no, what's the word accountability on the UC end. And here they are denying accountability so i mean the lawyers were were head on like spot on with with what they were saying i fucking love these lawyers man i wouldn't get them on my show does anyone know them if anyone knows them tell them to call (laughs) me like what like i want to talk to these guys yeah 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 for sure they're they're um they're awesome dream team right there okay all right let's let's continue this is also vastly different from the reality after reverend moon passed away young men and women who wish to marry are introduced to each other through their parents or colleagues and after a certain time of dating, participate in the marriage blessing ceremony upon mutual consent. No one is ever forced against their will to participate in this ceremony. In the past, a person was introduced to their eternal partner by the Reverend Moon and his wife, but even then participants of the marriage blessing ceremony had desired on their own volition to receive such an introduction. Now the way in which people meet their partner in the marriage blessing has greatly changed. Sorry, I need to step in here so uh, yeah i was matched by my parents but to to say i did so of my own volition is a complete fucking dodge of accountability um because they're missing the whole fucking point which is that your 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 life is coerced from day one to believe that the only purpose of your entire life is to marry someone in the church and if you don't go to go go if you don't do that you're going to go to the pits of hell i uh 
your parents probably aren't going to accept you. None of your friends are going to accept you. Uh, your life is going to get destroyed on this on this earth, but also doubly destroyed in the next. Uh, that's the coercion that Ren and I faced every day. For so for them to say, "Oh, people do this out of choice," no, they don't. It's fucking coerced from birth. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm really glad you mentioned that. Um, and it's not like this was just a paranoid delusion that you were going to die. I have video footage of Reverend Moon saying, and it's on YouTube, you can look it up. Like yeah. he's he's claiming like a lot of second gen died uh, specifically on SCF. And whenever that happened, he would give a speech saying, it's because you didn't believe enough. So mm. evil spirit world took that as an opportunity to attack. And then he said, and if you don't get blessed, then you will be punished by spirit world that I command. Uh, and you will be like you will be murdered. So Moon, yeah. who claimed to be the Messiah with his all-knowing mystical authority, was was telling us we would die. So it's really like, okay, <laughs> we didn't have a choice. Yeah. Uh, it was either like follow Moon or die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, like, it's like there's a gun to your head. You you, you still have a choice. There's a gun yeah, to your head, but you still it's have a choice. A, it's a yeah. psychological cult, and you can't. It's hard to prove, but if you go into the psychology of cults, like our identity was assaulted since the beginning of time. Yeah. Like we could either choose to follow, or or you would lose your entire support system. Yeah. And you can't survive outside of your tribe. Like as a child, you yeah. can't. So yeah. that that's the that's the bounded choice. Yeah. Absolutely. Great point. Okay, let's continue here. Please visit our official homepage for more. Although media outlets only introduce the stories of former members and report on their negative statements, I must ask why no effort is made by the same media to listen to the positive statements made by active members who strive to improve themselves through a life of faith. To begin with, the divorce rate of couples who attended FFWPU's marriage blessing ceremony and registered their marriage is, while unfortunately not zero, less than 2%. And many of these couples are currently enjoying a happy and filling life. Dude, that's just, this is such a bold-faced lie. This is incredible. Like, if you think, like, the looking at the second generation, like those mass weddings that some of us went to, like, they're, it's probably like, the it's probably like, two percent of those couples are still together after 10 years it's not like it's not it's not the other way around so two yeah. percent like split up it's more like two percent stay together can, can that I ask a, you, that's a bold face lie yeah but the devil's in the details in this one sentence yeah. uh elgin do you have any siblings uh yeah i do were any of them matched yeah one it, of them was i have two siblings one of them was matched. were they blessed yes are they still blessed they are oh okay okay so in your family it's a 50 percent rate <laughs> you broke your blessing no yes technically yeah but amongst my sibling i mean well the one of them just never got blessed yeah so okay i guess okay. okay so of the two of us that have gotten blessed one of us ha is the happy recipient of a, of a failed blessing okay okay um, okay uh, so that's a that's a 50 percent. is that two per that's very far from two percent um in your one family, but but I think the devil's in the details here. He says of the blessing participants who registered their marriage, because you know there's a oh. lot of people who get blessed, but, but don't they don't get make legally it married. Exactly, like me, like myself. Oh, so you wouldn't have counted as a failed? A oh failed... no, not at all. 
Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's very creative use of language there. Yeah. The devil's in the details. So how many people do you know that received the blessing, never yeah. got married, that broke it? That's uh, actually... 90% of my friends. Yeah. So we don't count on yeah. the statistic of divorce. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Good spot, Ren. Good that's spot. just, that's just what I'm speculating, yeah. but you know, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's, let's keep going here. You can see that this is overwhelmingly lower compared to the 35% divorce rate in Japan today. FFWP members were once victimized by illegal human rights violations such as abductions, confinement, and forced religious deconversion. Members who led a life of faith were forcibly abducted and confined against their will. The total of number of such cases exceeded 4,300 since 1966. And in one case, a person was imprisoned for 12 years and five months before escaping, while others have committed suicide while in confinement. In addition, many victims have developed PTSD and are still suffering from its effects daily. Yeah, what about this, the PTSD for the people who left your fucking cult? Like, can we can we talk about that for a second? You fucking, yeah, like, yeah. so fucking selective here. Jesus Christ. Can, can, I just, I call Darvo. I call Darvo again. Yeah, this is mad Darvo happening right yeah, now. This yeah, is, yeah. They are talking about the abduction of deprogramming, de de but like you could reverse that. It's the same concept of being born into the church. We were born into extreme psychological um, pressures that led to a lot of suicides. I mean, it's yeah. like you could you could say for both ways, uh, yeah. psychosis, psychological, like mental illness. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's Darvo. I call Darvo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so much Darvo. So much Darvo. <laughs> I love okay. that. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's continue here. This issue was already addressed in 2014 by the UN Human Rights Committee, and a recommendation has been made to the Japanese government accordingly. It has also been mentioned many times in the International Report on Religious Freedom by the US State Department, which summarizes the status of religious freedom worldwide in each country. On the upcoming August 12, the Summit 2022 and Leadership Conference, bringing together global and religious leaders, will be held in Seoul, Korea. Was I think that was the one three day, days ago that Trump spoke at, that Pompeo spoke at. They Mike are Pence. talking, Mike Pence. They are talking about this shit. Uh, North Korean uh, president uh, sent his condolences for Moon's tenth, uh, Sunhwa. Yeah. Jesus That's Christ! It. Wow. This is so fucking brazen yeah, to talk it, about, to just to talk about this shit in this they press just, conference. Wow. They use this, the, they use this as advertisement. Um, yeah. They don't give a fuck about, about the shooting of Shinzo Abe. That, yeah, that they was certainly don't a give a fuck about their victims. They give oh, even no, less, not at all. less fucks about that. Did not address yeah, the psychological ha like, Haven't pressures. addressed it at all. At all. At all. Not at all. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's crazy. Keep going. Mm -hmm. This will focus on religious freedom and universal human rights and include on the agenda the serious harm caused by abduction and confinement of FFWPU members. We are seriously concerned that recent biased news coverage, which represents an abnormal form of religious persecution today, could trigger hateful sentiments and cause physical harm to FFWPU members or lead to additional harm caused by violent acts. A number of media outlets are fueling anxiety, fear, and prejudice in the readers or the audience by portraying FFWPU as a criminal group, saying it is the same as Aum Shinikyo or as organized crime. Hell yes, yes. Me, me and you, Ren, we are, we are, 
we are we are contributing to that dialogue, framing the conversation about this as a criminal organization. Right. Talking, I mean, it's true. Are, are they talking about us? <laughs> I, I think I think us and a lot of other second gen are waking. I kind of hope so. Getting that's, their voices. That's amazing. Okay. But like they're like they're not denying that they are a criminal group. They're just like, <laughs> yeah, it's feel, it's fueling anxiety, guys. Like the yeah. truth is, is is it's messing up our org. Like, can you guys stop? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. However, needless to say, there are no facts or incidents in which FFWPU has committed or encouraged murder or violence. As we have already asked the media on several occasions, we would like to reiterate our request for accurate, fair and objective treatment in the media's reporting and for them to refrain from reporting anything contrary to the facts or based on speculation. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you, Mr. Tanaka. So we're going to go to Q&A. He spoke long, uh, about 10 minutes longer than uh, uh, we agreed, so I guess I'm, I'm going to have to ask him to stay longer, uh, at least 10 minutes. But anyway, uh, let's uh, go to Q&A. Um, if you are designated, come up, come forward uh, to microphones and uh, uh, set your name and affiliation. And please just ask one question uh, each and no speech, please. Okay, who's going to go first? Kani-san, dozo. Radio France, Oyobi, Liberation Shimbun, no Tokuhain, Nishimura to Moshimas, Yoroshikonegashimas, Ano, Kakunin Staikotoga, Rundes Keredomo, Boto deva, Mazu, Ano, Shazai, Ste, Sonogo, Yonshupunikakete, Ano, Nanimo, Warikoto, Stenai, Tiu, Imio, Motsu, Ano, Nagai Koto, Ite, Te, Ano, Tanakasa, no, Shazai, no, Imiwa, uh, my name is Nishimura of Radio France and Liberation. I would like to ask at the initial uh, opening of your speech, you expressed your regrets and made a form of an apology. Uh, following that, you spoke for around 40 minutes, uh, giving the impression that you have not done anything wrong at all. I would like to ask your meaning of this regret or apology expressed at the opening. Okay, I love this reporter for saying yeah. that. Cut Fuck to the yes. chase. Yeah. Fuck yes. Love her. Mm -hmm. Love her. The lip okay. service does not uh, work on yeah, reporters. Yeah, straight, straight in there. Yeah. Fuck yes. But also, the dude Teddy Jumbo is like, y'all went 10 minutes over, so you need to stay. Like, he called him yeah. out for that shit, too. Nobody's letting them slide. Like, yeah. these guys are on our side. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's continue. Uh, much of the reporting uh, currently is based on what could be considered or our so-called negative aspects from prior to 2019. And much of the reporting is being conducted with a close-up on these aspects. So the apology was in regards to the fact that this is causing a stir in the media and a confusion. What the fuck? So, so there is no apology. No, no, no apology. No apology. No apology. We're apologizing for the fact that it, it's caused confusion in the media. Yeah, no, this is a classic narcissist technique to apologize for things in the past that are, you know what I mean? Like take accountability mm -hmm. for meaning, meaningless crimes yeah. Um, yeah. and try to like rewrite the script a little bit. It's yeah. it's classic. Yeah. Okay, 
Of course, if it were to be found that the suspect uh, in this particular incident's motivation uh, was something that was deeply connected to our organization or there was indeed some connection there, then this would be something that we would need to take very uh, sincerely. However, as there yet has not yet been any official police announcement in regards to this, uh, we would like to wait until uh, such an occasion and then we will make clear our stance then. Man, fuck these guys. I like completely dodging it like it's been made abundantly clear what the motivations were and they haven't even acknowledged that let alone like apologize for it yeah uh this is like a trait of a charismatic like authority like to to do this um and it harkens back to the days of uh reverend shanker when he apologized for the death that happened on STF in 2002. Mm, yeah. He was like, uh, you know, she went of her own fruition to the um, apartment complex without a buddy. And uh, that was on her. Now, if we find that we're guilty of, I don't know, trafficking minors and not protecting them adequately, we might change our protocol. But until that time is proven, like we're yeah. not going to do anything. So it's, it's, it's a way to diffuse the situation, yeah. partially mislead and take accountability, but nothing really changes. So it's yeah. a classic move. Yeah. Uh, it's like an evil dictatorship. They, they, mm. they, they're, they're professionals at this. Yeah. Yeah. Kyonokaikenの趣旨はむしろ当法人の信徒たちの命の危険とそして私たちの取り組みがもしより変化を求められるならば多くの方々の意見も受け止めてよりよい法人のあり方に向かって and the, uh, our objectives in holding this press conference today, one of these is considering the fact that some of the members of the FFWPU, their lives are indeed in danger at the moment. But an additional objection also is that if there is indeed aspects of our organization or our efforts where change could perhaps be uh, desired, then we seek our voices or opinions about how we can make such improvements or make a betterment of our organization in order to keep changing for the better. Just listen to Ren's show or listen to my show and you'll get some fucking good ideas about how you should change your shit. Fucking bastards. Okay, uh, next question. Um, I, I have actually more or less the same question and hand up about from uh, half a dozen people online. I'm sure some of you on the floor will ask them questions. questions. So I'm going to just uh, read this question uh, on their behalf. Um, the Prime Minister Kishida has instructed its members in the LDP to cut ties with your organization. If your organization needs now legitimate, why do you think your organization is treated treated that way even today? And also, what do you think of this Prime Minister Kishida's instruction of their to their lawmakers? Uh, Japanese religions, religious organizations and also members or believers of such organizations uh, have both the responsibility as citizens and also the guarantee under the Japanese constitution to be able to be involved in Japanese politics, including participation in elections. Uh, in regards to the deep intention of this decision by the government, uh, that's something which we are not at this moment in a position to speak about their actual intention in regards to this. However, if it is uh, based upon 
uh, the relationship or perspective of our organization, uh, then I believe that this is something which is very unfortunate. And it perhaps I cannot, or it must be said that it is perhaps looking at the different media reporting today uh, about our organization, it could be also considering concerns about public opinion and so on. This is an aspect which uh, cannot be denied in regards to that. If that is the case, however, I think that this is something which we feel is extremely unfortunate. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's probably one of the biggest questions uh, mm -hmm. concerning some of the stuff that has come to light in Japan. I'm not an expert on Japanese politics, but I can kind of summarize what happened, what's going on. Uh, there's been a survey of the 712 lawmakers in Japan, like including the LDP and the DIET. It's been, there's been a survey asking, what are your affiliations with the Unification Church? Of the okay. 712 lawmakers that responded to the survey, which would be 583 that responded to the survey, 106 of them have confirmed relationships with the Unification Church. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. And, and huh. that's a really important uh Thing to know because seven cabinet members have been replaced since admitting relationships to the Unification Church. There's 20 senior vice ministers, there's 12 vice ministers, um, there's 19 deputy ministers and parliamentary secretaries. Uh, Kishida is trying to replace, and, and there's that, there was that headliner, all of the prime, all of the, um, what was it? Oh, I'm brain farting right now. But anyways, basically the whole cabinet's been shuffled around because yeah, of the okay. ties with the unification church okay. and they're not denying it in this press conference yeah. they're like it's unfortunate that you guys found out yeah that's it that's all they're saying they're saying they're saying like yeah. it's unfortunate that you found out and but we're not going to comment we don't think it's appropriate to comment on that right now not right now let's move on to the next question and that's i and that, yeah see what they're doing and those are not those are law makers. So if if Tetsuya Yamagami had a real concern to get back against the Unification Church for what they did to his family, nobody would have cared. And that is such an important psychological uh, detail that they're not addressing because there's no way to hold them accountable. So yeah. Tetsuya did what he felt was his only option. And I hate to say it, and I don't condone murder, but I mean, this was, this is a, this is, peeling back the curtain yeah for, i yeah I, I i agree like i i don't i don't i don't agree with the method but I, I i i can't fault the rage behind it uh and that's a rage that i have felt and i'm sure many others have felt although i wouldn't take it to the extreme in terms of action that yamagami has um but i mean look what look what's happened yeah like, there's not like we're having this conversation now right and and the uh, you know the curtains curtains being being lifted on uh, this connection to like you know over hundreds so that's like one in seven uh, a minimum of these um, you know these Japanese parliamentarians um, so right and two hundred and thirty six of them didn't even respond to the survey so I mean are they complicit too yeah probably some of them probably so some of them it, yeah I mean yeah. that's fifteen percent to possibly thirty three percent of the lawmakers in Japan wow. are yeah. supporting the Unification Church so there's no justice for survivors yeah and and we've been yelling about that for the last year I mean yeah. there is no justice for ex ex members of the Unification Church no, no. there's um, there's too many and, powerful players yeah but, and particularly in Japan where the abuse is greater than in other places um then oh well, yeah it's weird i feel like japan like first of all like uh, it's hard to say it's worse in one place than the other but in terms of the financial demands 
they are higher in, in Japan than in other places. And also Japan has this like higher like concentration of, of uh, you know, people in the government that are like aff affiliated with the church. I mean, I know it's high in other places as well, but it seems very high in Japan. Right. And that ties back uh, 60, 60 years ago to Kishi and Nobusuke, uh, Sasakawa, uh, Kodama and Moon all establishing the World Anti-Communist League. And that established the LDP. And so at the very beginning of the LDP and the Democratic Party in Japan, you have Moon. So Moon was there at the founding of the current ruling party in Japan, you're saying? Yes, that's that's what I've oh, gathered wow. from the research that I've done is Moon, oh. Kodama, uh, Sasakawa, and Kishi, Abe's grandfather, all okay. started the World Anti-Communist League. And then the church had its own branches of that with the FLF and the Asian, I, I, I can't even tell you all the acronyms, yeah. but we had a lot of anti-communist organizations. Anti-communism was a big deal back then yeah. at the church. I remember but, some of that. Yeah, movies. honestly, but that doesn't mean anything to me because uh, yeah. we were raised in and I'll, I'll I'll elaborate on that later, but um, yeah. So the lawmakers and and this is also in America. I mean, we've got Trump speaking yeah. at these events. We've got Mike yeah. Pence. We've got Newt yeah. Gingrich. They've they've yeah. got um, Steve Bannon. I mean, yeah. it's 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 not limited to Japan. Yeah. But this is a microcosm of the influence the Unification Church yes. holds on a global scale. Yeah. And that yeah. shouldn't be um, compressed to just Japan. There's, yeah, I mean, this, yeah, this yeah, reaches exactly. out. Yeah, 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 it does. And it, I've actually been really surprised at just how slow, like, like no other country in other than Japan is having this moment of reckoning in the way that Japan has. But like, <sighs> like when is the rest of well, the media and the rest of the world going to wake up to the fact that like this applies everywhere? I much? I love that Japan hasn't put this to rest. You think that if yeah, they lay low no, it's enough, awesome. no. yeah, it's awesome no. that they're digging Props. into this. They yeah, they are, and they're not giving. They're not yeah. giving it because I mean, so many people are involved. I bet so many lawmakers, families. I bet there's so many more victims. There's there's so much yeah. more reason to dig into it in a small microcosm, yeah. um, than on a large scale like America. Mm. But I mean, it, we should take follow suit. We yeah. should follow suit. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's let's continue. Okay. Uh, by the way, you may ask questions uh, in Japanese uh, uh, if you wish. Uh, there's, we have a translator standing by today. Um, Isabel, want to take it? Microphone's right there. Uh, Isabel Reynolds from Bloomberg News. Um, I'd like to ask about the, the structure of your organization and the role of Japan within that structure. Um, a lot of experts um, and lawyers have said that the main source of income from your, for your global organization is or perhaps has been Japan. Um, is that the case? And if so, what is the basis for that? Is there some kind of doctrine which, uh, which teaches that Japan should be supporting Korea in some form? Uh, in regards to uh whether uh, looking at the global activities of the church of the organization as to whether Japan is covering all of the funding for these, this is not the case. However, it is a fact that Japan does send many missionaries around the world as part of the activities of the church. This has been uh, done for a very long period of time with people being sent to many different countries around the world to carry out missionary work, spreading the teachings of the church to many local people, for example. There have been even people whose lives have been lost uh, as a result of their missionary work in uh, communist uh, countries, for example. And so it could be said that it is true that our organization, our church, does send funds to different places around the world as part of these missionary activities as well. However, I would like to make clear that this is all done through 
legal methods, uh, taking the official routes for sending this money, and all is reported to the re relevant uh, tax and other government authorities as well. However, as the activities globally of the organization of the church become more active, this does mean uh, also more funds to be sent internationally as well. Um, so, yeah, there's a, a lot happened there. Um, why, don't, why don't you start first? Can, can you scroll up just a bit so I can see yeah, that so speech? Because that was yeah. totally loaded. I mean, the devil again yeah, is yeah, in yeah, the details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it starts, starts here. So for context, Isabel Reynolds was in the last press conference held by the oh, Lawyers she was. Okay. Yes, she asked okay. awesome questions uh, yeah. about um, yeah. the history of the Unification Church in Japan yeah. and basically established that Japan is theologically the Eve nation, which needs to pay reprimand, like reprimand for the Japanese imperialism during like the 19th, when, when Moon was born. Yeah. Um, so Moon created this whole ideology around Japan paying indemnity and being the mother nation and having to support uh, the father nation, which is Korea and the able nation, which was America. And so with that ideology, a lot of uh, missionaries uh, like my mother and many other mm. um, Japanese members left Japan it, and were labor trafficked, essentially. Um, so yeah. I think the devil's in the details here because he's like, well, not all of the funding was from Japan. I know. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. That's what he says. So first of all, he doesn't answer her question at all nope. about about he doesn't answer her question. And then he's like, well, Japan doesn't fund everything. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like you have businesses and people being labor trafficked all over the world. Like it, Japan could fund 99 percent of it. And that would still be true. Uh, that Japan doesn't fund everything. Yeah, uh, and then he pivots. And I'm not. I'm not suggesting that Japan does does fund 99 percent of it, but it's 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 a big part. And then he then pivots it to being like, oh, Japanese members have gone around the world, uh, and sadly, some of them have passed away while they've been in service to the to the to the cult. And it's like this: these motherfuckers sent these people out on those service missions to begin with. Yeah, uh, and he's trying to he's trying to to to, to extract some sympathy. Uh, no, fuck that. Even my mom uh, was trafficked from Japan and she never saw her family again. She's never going to see her family again. I'm never going to meet them uh, like this. This is, yeah, trafficking. Um, this brings back some uh, memories of uh, I, I interviewed an African, uh, an ex church member from Africa, and they said that many Japanese missionaries came to to Africa to build the New Hope School. It was funded by the Japanese missionaries. They also built it, they taught there. Um, that school effectively got shut down for illegal activity. You can go back to my podcast and listen to that. The sound quality is awful because I was just beginning and didn't know what I had. Okay. But um, that's that's recorded and I lost my train of thought here. Let me just read this again. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, people have been lost on SCF. Uh, there's, there's handfuls of people that have been murdered yeah. On, on SCF, it's not just the yeah. one time it goes back. Yeah. People have yeah. died in car accidents. Yeah. Um, these, these, these are not rare occurrences. So yeah. for him to, to say that to evoke sympathy, it's like Darvo. Yeah, exactly. Obje Complete, objection. Yeah. 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 Uh, objection. Yeah, <laughs> objection. Exactly. あの、日本からの収入が全体世界グローバルの全体の何割くらいとかそういうのは数字とかっていうのは出していただけるのありますか？それは日本法人ではわからないですね。And so I'd like to ask if you know the proportion of how much of the funds which are coming from Japan, what
Okay, I'm so sorry. I I had the thought again. I was gonna say um, they were like, yeah, we fund everything through legal methods. Like we we shuffle money around the world legally. Didn't you yourself launder ten thousand dollars in your shoes? Uh, yeah, that's a whole thing. I haven't. Uh, I'm oh, sorry. I, I mean, well, technically, I don't know if that was illegal, but I did. I did transport ten thousand dollars between two African countries in my shoes. Uh, I I was yeah trafficking cash for them. Uh, probably time for, save that for another time. But technically, I don't know if that was illegal. I don't know. Uh, okay, well, we'll. Do- <laughs> I, I, I I don't know if that was illegal or not. But you uh, can take that that's out. A thing. That's, Either, a, that's a it, thing. It's shady business. Um, yeah, like ten thousand dollars in my shoes between yeah. two African countries. And yeah. and please put in the show notes. I'm gonna I send you the the link for the lawsuit between Preston Moon and, and the Unification Church. But in okay. the lawsuit, yeah, and I and I'll give you the timestamp. It says that yeah. the HSA Japan is yeah. actually giving more money to uh, the organization. Ninety five percent of it goes to. Um, bolstering businesses that are not part, that are front groups and okay. only five percent of it go back to the brick and mortar churches so it's been said wow. and this is in the multi-million we're talking multi-millions of dollars because this is a half yeah. a billion dollar lawsuit yeah. most of the they did say like mo- a lot of money comes from japan so there is okay so uh, that's been it's kind of established in the courts in a yeah in it a has been setting so yeah okay. so they're denying that it's like tra- yeah. traceable but like yeah. if it, i'm gonna give you the show note the link it's a two-hour court case um this, yeah it's um yeah it's really bad there's a lot of yeah. incriminating okay. evidence that's that's come to light but the lawyers themselves are like yeah this is really like a lot of incriminating evidence but we're not here to talk about that if you want to do that that's another lawsuit mm, <laughs> that's what they yeah. say in the court case <laughs> okay. yeah it's crazy anyways all right let's continue go ahead hi this is um andy sharp from nikkei asia um in what ways have you or any of your related organizations used the church's influence on politicians in Japan, for example, on social issues such as LGBT rights or having couples use the same uh, surname, or also on political issues such as constitutional change in Japan. Thank you. Uh, as to what kind of influence might have been had, I think that this is something which is perhaps to be objectively uh, judged by others rather than by us. But so I mean, many people would uh, judge as to what influence there has. However, as to whether there has been a strong stance or a connection relationship between politics and some affiliated organizations, that is uh, the case. However, this has not been done for the purpose. Wait. Whether there has been a strong stance or connection between politics and some affiliated organization, that is the case. So they're saying yeah. there is a strong relationship. However, yeah. this is uh, not okay. And then he goes, however, this has not been done for the purpose of making some kind of political move, moves, evading tax or avoiding or escaping uh, troubles and so on in regards to spiritual sales. That's not the case. Uh, Since the establishment of our organization and also of uh, the many affiliated organizations, we have consistently held a strong stance against communism. Okay, so first of all, they're like, uh, we can't tell you our influence. You have to tell us our influence. Like, how popular are we? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we can't answer that. It's definitely there. Yeah. But we're going to need you to tell you how influential we are. I played the fifth. Uh, You have 106 lawmakers admitting connection to the Unification Church. Like, obviously, there is some influence. Like, I can't tell you. Nobody can objectively, like, quantify the amount of influence. How do you quantify influence? You can't really. You can't. It's not not likes. I don't know. Votes. Yeah. Retweets. I I don't know. This is a, a strange. It's. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, but and with this thing where they're like they're like uh uh the, the establishment of our organization and the many affiliated organizations we so they're, they're that's that's a nod to the front groups there like just yeah. the, the many many faces and therefore together with many other uh, fellow people who are seeking to protect democracy and many other affiliated organizations keeping in mind our vision of the how we believe japan should be we have continued to walk together take steps together in the same direction for that purpose uh in so yes we have been influencing <laughs> influencing people yeah, and they're, walking in the same direction as them. They're not answering the L LGBTQI. No, they they're haven't answered that at all. Yeah, yeah. In the media currently, it is being uh, taken up as an issue about whether particular politicians have a relationship either with our uh, federation or with other affiliated organizations. However, from our perspective, uh, if it is a politician who does have this also clear stance against communism, then we are taking up hands together in this uh, joint efforts for creating a better nation. So, so yeah, in summary, like they're basically saying, yeah, if they're like, if they have like an so-called anti-communist stance, then we're with them and we will support them. And that's that's a common through line for the church for it, decades. I feel like that's just a political um, wheel that they jumped on the the whole yeah. anti-communist thing. Like, because yeah, I'm reading, yeah, it could have been it could have been anything else that 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 gained them power and influence. Yeah. basically. I'm I'm reading that book, Thought Reform and the Psychology of uh, Totalism by Robert J. Lifton. Yeah. And and he's um summarizing the psychological control that happens in the communist war like the war prison, yeah. the communist war prisons. Yeah. And um I can't unsee the correlation to Chumpyong. They use the exact same doctrine on church members. So I'm yeah. like, what's the difference here? What's the difference? There's yeah. like I feel like Moon took what he experienced in the North Korean prison camp and then copied it so i don't know so this doesn't mean anything to me the anti-communist rhetoric i'm like if if they're so anti-communist go shut down champion yeah exactly exactly yeah and this is the case not only domestically for japan but indeed globally utilizing a global network and in order to conduct different initiatives and coordinate against communism and so in that sense, uh, for many politicians who may share this same vision of wanting to build a peaceful world and to stand against communism uh, and to create this better country, then we do uh, see very much as standing together for that. Okay, I'm going to have to make next, next question the last question. Uh, who wants to take it? Okay, go ahead, Yvin, raising hand. Uh, hello, T uh, Tim Kelly from Reuters. Um, just, uh, I want to follow up on this question of your relationship with lawmakers, specifically with uh, LDP uh, lawmakers. Uh, could I ask you, uh, during um, the elections, during uh, national elections like the, the recent uh, upper house election, was um, your organization or your affiliates such as the UPF actively coordinating with members within the LDP to provide votes? Uh, to certain lawmakers in those elections to ensure that some lawmakers were elected that reflected your uh, political views? Uh, in regards to this, I think that the relation <laughs> or the way of being connected is different for our federation and each of the affiliated organizations. Uh, Wait, so he's just completely passing the buck on this. He's like, He's like, oh, all of our affiliated organizations roll independently, and if they're getting involved with the politicians, and that's on them, and it's not on us, even though they're all part of the same mothership. I have a question. 
is is UPF Preston's division or is no, UPF no. Hawkjaws? It's Hawkjaws. Hawk 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 okay, Hawk okay, yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure. Yeah, GPF. Come on, come oh, on, Brian. stick God. with it. G Damn it. Okay, gotta keep up. Important distinction. Okay. Uh, as I mentioned, while our members do belong to a religious organization, as stated before, uh, they also, as uh, individual citizens, we do encourage them to be active in national politics and also to take part in national elections. Uh, however, as our federation, the FFWPU, we do not have a stance of asking them to support any specific party or only one particular party. Uh, in regards to the elections, the affiliated organization of the Peace Federation uh, could be said to be more uh, directly connected in regards to national politics. And so it may be the case where members are, for example, uh, following the, uh, the work or their initiatives in relation to elections and politics. However, as mentioned, our fundamental stance is a stance in opposition to communism. And so from that perspective, it could be said that it is likely that there are more point, points of encounter uh, between uh, politicians from the LDP, but it's not limited to the LDP. Politicians who take a strong stance against communism, a clear stance against communism, uh, would be where relationships are built from this common platform. Uh, this is not for any kind of political manipulation and such, but rather having this shared vision of what kind of better Japan they would like to build, what kind of better nation would like to create, sharing this same will and desire. And I believe that this particular stance will remain consistent in the future, both for our federation and also for other affiliated organizations. And in the recent uh, media coverage, there has been a questioning of the different relationship between uh, our federation, the PR. Uh, uh, FFWPU and other affiliated organizations and so I think if we consider from sorry I just I she was a, it sounded like she was about to rattle off some other acronym she's like the PR oh I mean the, the, yeah, yeah. the yeah, like like just some other ro <laughs> rotating like like set of letters she was just about to rattle off like, I can guarantee I can guarantee yeah. you they're gonna throw throw FFWPU under the bus for a couple months and then they're gonna rotate and put more pressure yeah. on Women's Federation for World Peace and be like okay we'll we'll run we'll yeah. operate under this branch for yeah. a little while until it blows yeah. over uh. this different angle then we will be able to see this different information about these relations thank you uh, just to translate the question, uh, that being said, uh, if we look at the politicians who are said who have had relationships with the affiliated organizations or your own federation, there uh, of them it seems to be around 100 are from the LDP. So I'd like to ask if this is being done on the judgment of each particular affiliated organization or church and they're building their individual relationships or is this being done through some sort of centrally uh, organized instructions or guidance? Uh, it was said that, um, you know, 100 politicians, but each of these politicians, of course, have their own different local election bases, local electorate bases as well. And it, it's the same also for our federation, the actual activities and so on are different from region to region from the different locality as well. And in the case where the, the stance and position and so on is shared between the two, it is likely that there would have been this relationship and exchange and so on on this local basis, but that would be on a case by case. Yes. Thank you. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, and thank you for staying longer. Wow. So they did not answer that last question at all. No. Not at all. And okay, what's... I want to hear before I say anything, your experience with this sort of uh, like top-down 
control or guidance from the UC with regards to this sort of stuff? Oh man. Okay. So, uh, with regards to what sort of stuff exactly? Uh, like getting involved with politicians, like do people just do that on their own or do they, does the the guidance come from somewhere else? Okay. I think, okay. To answer this question, let's look at the, like the way she said that I, and I sensed panic. I I said, they were like, where the hell did you get the number of 100 LDP? Like, how do you know? How do you know they're affiliated? They're freaking out. They're freaking out. They're like, uh, let's change the direction. Like, like it, if, if they're involved, it's their own personal agenda. Like, how do you even know? Like, so I feel like whoever is pulling this information with the media and they're giving surveys to get this information, Mm. they're on the right track because the unification church obviously from this uh, example you can see they're they're shaking they're shitting their they're shitting themselves yeah <laughs> um, yeah this is the thing i think i feel like they're shitting themselves and the more now is the time to keep putting more and more pressure oh, on them until more. something breaks uh Please. Because, because they this is this is the time if ever there was a moment to put pressure on them now now is the time basically um, from my own personal experience, like, yes, I was told who to vote for. I remember yeah. like being directed to vote for Obama at one point, um, because okay. he would pardon moon. There's a lot of different, like we would be directed from yeah, one way or time. the other. Yeah. For- yeah. We were, we were directed. Yeah. That's the point that I was getting at. We were, there was always a sort of, a an understood if not, if not explicitly, then implicitly understood like political voting strategy that we were meant to be um to be pursuing as individuals uh and then also like all of these like relationships that were being cultivated between like the various church front groups like the family federation or the women's federation or whatever that all was always kind of coming from the top like the the idea of of crafting these relationships that would bring influence to moon that's like foundational to the theology, basically. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. From the very top down, that idea runs runs throughout the whole thing. Um, yeah, and you can see that um, with uh, Neil Sloan was the president of the Unification Church in yeah. America. I'll just brief history. Um, he led like a three day fast for the Watergate scandal. Yeah. To get Nixon. That's right. Um, so just from that example, like all the Moonies in America fasted for three days. And we're yeah, like, at the drop on, of a hat, every like probably a thousand or two Moonies just like we're like we're not going to eat for three days. Yeah, and I'm sure yeah. they were praying for him and bowing. Exactly, and all the rest. And yeah, yeah. So in that example alone, like the marriage of politics and religion are in the core of the doctrine. And then yeah. you have that famous picture of Moon and and Nixon shaking hands because yeah. it, because it worked. And um, yeah, so I mean, this isn't a religious corporation. This is very much a political and um, business conglomerate. Like, this is not just about religious freedom. Yeah. That's what they're preaching. It's it's not about that. Like, we we still want to talk about human trafficking, and they didn't even touch on the grievances they caused Tete Amagami's family based yeah. on spiritual sales. Like, this is this is an awful press conference. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I agree completely. And actually with that, do you have any, let's try it. Let's try and like round this up. I'm just wondering what, what are your kind of like final, final thoughts on, on that, on this, this whole thing? I think this is something um, current members and ex-members can finally agree on is the um, gaslighting and the manipulation by the, from the top down that they will never take accountability for 
the harm they've caused multiple families. Yeah, I, I well, I, I agree. I just some people just aren't going to see it that way. They're still going to see it as they're st- they're still going to have that um that cognitive armor on that makes them continue to believe and uh you know view this as some some sort of persecution attack from Satan more or less. Um, and yeah, unfortunately, some people are going to see it like that. Um, but but I so, do hope, yeah, it's awful. I hope, I hope it will be a lightning rod. I mean, if it can't, it can't make any less people wake up, hopefully yeah. it can make more people wake up. I mean, when you believe in a totalistic ideal system that preaches the divine principle and not wavering from that, and then you see them just lying through their teeth yeah. then you can't trust them anymore. There's, there's no trust. Yeah. And I think, I think for me, that's the big thing here is like, just listen, listening to this tape. It's like, they dodge every single question. They don't answer the question. They don't, they, they refuse to, to, to give an inch of ground regarding the abuse that has been, been incredibly well documented by you, Ren, and and by me and many others out there. Like they 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 continue, they just think they can just disregard all of the testimony from all of these people that is outlining abuse after abuse after abuse. They completely disregard that. They refuse to apologize for it at all. And they do that constantly. Every question is that it's a it's a dodge, it's a refusal, a refusal to accept. Um and then they spent. I still can't get over this fact that the fact that they spent like, like a third of the time, like like trying to argue about 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 words on a legal certificate. Um, that was really shocking to me. Um, yeah, I feel like that's what happens in a a domestic abuse case. Like when you confront yeah. an abuser, they're like, "Well, let's talk about this thing that doesn't really have any implications." While we like cover up. I yeah. punched him in the face and I stabbed him and threw him out of the car. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, they're just yeah. harping on the wrong things, but I hope this, if anything, I hope this shows some contradictions in the systems of control that they implement for their members. And yeah. hopefully it's a gateway, get the fuck out. Like yeah. the contradictions have never been so bold. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I'm eager to hear more from Teddy Jimbo because I, I feel like there's going to be more press conferences. I don't okay. think they're going to let up. And I'm really hoping that the United States and other countries follow suit. Me too. Me too. Um, okay, let's wrap it up there. Uh, yeah. it's, getting, it's getting late over here. Uh, yeah. this, is, this is awesome. Thanks, Eddie. And, uh, I'm looking forward to getting this getting this out there to the people. So yeah, yeah. You. I hope we stayed in enough. We I feel like we dropped enough resources for other people to like, you know, research off of it. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, sorry about the tangents. Um, there's just so many hydra heads to cover. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, all right, cool. Um, okay, Ren, I'm gonna hit stop recording here. Okay, one second. And there you have it, guys. That is it. Obviously, glaringly. The Unification Church is filled with deception. And uh, we have given you the laser focus you need to be able to argue with anyone why that is so. Coercive control is one of the hardest methods of control to prove and to dissect. And Elgin 
did a fantastic job. He kept me on course when I when I fell into tangents. He offered a totally different perspective, a fresh take, and it was awesome. I loved this episode. I loved recording this episode, um, and I hope you enjoyed listening to it, and I hope you feel empowered. At the end of it all, that is the main point, to take back your power, to feel like you can control your life again, because the Unification Church is notorious at stripping away your power, at chipping away at your identity, and at splitting your mind between an original mind and a fallen mind. And that is the core of thought reform that we are recovering from. It is glaringly obvious that there are so many contradictions at the head of this power, and with the information highway at our fingertips, we can get together and use our voices to create resources and empower others. So go ahead and like, share, comment, rate this episode. Please leave some feedback. I am not a political scientist and uh, did a lot of research on my own because I am a passionate activist. Um, So yeah, reach out, let us know what you thought about the show. And um, I'm going to be bringing to you another episode in the next few weeks of thought reform from Robert J. Lifton's perspective, because it's just fascinating when you understand the systems of control in place that produce these types of societies. So take care of your mental health, seriously. But also I hope this gives you a little bit of empowerment because we are not alone and our voices are being heard. Until next time, we'll talk again soon.